eat quietly. Perhaps she was resolute, she thought. Perhaps she was. She smoothed down her dress, and for a moment, a split second, she regretted the smudges along the sides of her white tennis shoes. She had saved them for this special occasion, and they had been pristine when she had set out this morning, walking to the church on Market Street, and then darting up O Street and the quick trot down West Broadway to the bus station, and still her white tennis shoes were untouched, perfect, the white canvas of hope upon her feet. The trick that she knew that she was going to have to pull off was her age. Scuffed tennis shoes didn't make her look older, nor the small pink backpack. Quite the opposite, she assumed. She had been brought up in a clean and ordered house, and looking about, she could see that this was not the part of town she needed to be in. And she watched person after person pull the door of a taxicab open and fold themselves in and lean across the seat, giving the driver directions. She walked toward the line of cabs, holding back just far enough but listening for the directions being given. Could she recognize any place or recognize some destination that sounded safe? A place where people lived who needed their chores done, their laundry washed and folded, their linen ironed? Figueroa and Wilshire didn't sound right, nor Staples Center, nor USC. But then a tall man in jeans and a leather jacket said, Santa Monica. And she liked the sound of that. A saint's name, even if saints were usually Catholic. How much? he queried, leaning down into the cab's window. Jesus, that's a tab, he said. And then he straightened up and looked around. Hey, he called to her. Are you going my way? We could share the ride. Are you going to Santa Monica? It was a woman saint, too, she thought quickly. Or at least she assumed it was. And she could ride with this man and the cab driver would be there and she would probably be safe. And she could see a lot of the city, since it seemed as though Santa Monica was farther away than the other destinations she had heard requested. They were up on the freeway, zooming along at 70 miles an hour, and she could see blocks and blocks of warehouses, and then cityscape, and blocks and blocks of that. And then they passed over another huge freeway with cars jammed up on both sides, and then there weren't so many tall buildings, and she knew that she had made the right decision. Where are you going? he asked, though he had been silent, gazing out the window. She could smell the leather of his jacket, and his hair had been washed that morning, and the smell of the shampoo freshened the cab. He had long jeaned legs ending in beautiful worn cowboy boots, and something in the old deep cresses on those boots she wanted to be able to recreate. Distance and time in something she owned, something fine that she'd chosen for herself, and then worn and worn and worn. I have very little money, she said, her voice quiet, precise, half expecting his hand to come flying. In fact, she said, I have almost none at all. He turned on the seat and looked at her for the first time, seriously, carefully. He had old, old eyes, darkened with something they had lived through, but he seemed about forty to her, or maybe fifty. Somehow I knew that, he said finally. 
But it doesn't answer the question of where you're going, does it? Not specifically, she said. He laughed and turned his head and looked out the window again. When he turned back to her after a time, he had concern in his eyes and cheeks. A woman on the bus gave me this card, she said. But it's not a place. Tentatively, she held the small green card out to him, and he took it in his right hand, his eyes casting down quickly, reading. He knew she was telling him something, and she knew that he was deciding whether to hear it or not. He drove his thumb quickly beneath the card and flipped it over and read the other side, and then held it back out to her between two fingers. If she had ever seen cards being played or a high-stakes poker game in Las Vegas, she would have known this particular dexterity meant something. Instead, it seemed brisk to her.